This is Be Real, a podcast for big-hearted teen girls and other people who are tired of faking it. I'm your host slash new big sister, Eliza Reynolds. Hey! And here is where I hang out with you and sometimes some badass guests as we figure out together how to turn up the volume on being more of our real selves. Kind of a relief, right? Let's do this. Hi, my loves. Eliza here, and welcome to a new episode of Be Real. I'm so excited you're here. Today, we're talking about New Year, same you, because so many of the messages around the new year are about the ways that you're going to change, the resolutions you're going to make, and the way you are overall going to become a better person this year. But here's the thing. I don't think you need to become a better person. I think you're great. I mean, I think it'd be wonderful if you showed up for yourself, had your own back, nourished yourself, but all from a place of love. And so many of the resolutions are from a place of judging ourselves, shaming ourselves, or hoping that if we are mean to ourselves in pursuit of growth, then it'll work. But let me tell you, honey, it does not work. The only path to our own growth is loving ourselves through it. So in this episode, I'm going to get to the heart of some of my favorite ways to celebrate, to honor change, to say thank you, to let go. Because of course, under a weird kind of ritual that is New Year's, like ball drops and all the things, <laughs> there's also perhaps the, the yearning, the truth that we can, we'll be hunger for ways to honor and celebrate this life and make it feel meaningful and feel present and full of ourselves and of life itself. So if that sounds good to you, come hang with me, take a walk, snuggle up in some cozy blankets, do the dishes. I don't know what makes you feel good. And let's dive in. I have never felt like the new year itself. January 1st meant that I was a new person. <laughs> I've made resolutions in the past, but it's been a while because frankly, I was kind of bad at them, me and like most of us, right? And then on top of that, I found them kind of boring. It wasn't simply that I set a resolution and then failed horribly and blamed and judged myself for it. It was often that I set a resolution that was based in my mind in some perceived way that I intellectually from my brain thought or felt, thought that I should be different, right? I could be better. I could be more likable. I could be cuter where people wouldn't notice me. I'd be more lovable. I would just be quote unquote good, whatever good meant to me. And then I got bored because it was a goal, a resolution set from my mind. And my mind is just one part of living in my body. And the mind gets a lot of attention. It can be pretty loud, right? <laughs> Demands a lot of attention. But I also live in a whole body. I'm a whole self. And let me tell you, the rest of me is straight up not here for resolutions. And so I want to invite you this year, if it feels good, because that's always the barometer here at Badass Girls, if it feels good, you're doing it right. And more than if it feels good, if it feels true. Shout out to my beloved friend, one of my teachers, Rochelle Sheik, the founder of Koya. We'll put that link in the show notes. Amazing embodiment practice. She shared that phrase with me first. If it feels good, you're doing it right. So I want to invite you, if it feels good, to join me in radically not 
setting a resolution. <laughs> not setting a resolution. And it's all semantics, meaning it's all words. You know, you might find the word resolution really positive. I'm like here to check it out because I have so many associations with how loud the billion dollar diet industry gets as January comes around and gym discounts and so much focus on how we look right? The exterior worthiness and value that so many of us are sold the lie that if we like put our money on the line, if we work hard enough, right? Because sometimes it's like sweat equity. We like put in the willpower and we just have the sheer willpower. We can be happy when honey feelings, (laughs) joy and thriving can be a lot more paradoxical and complicated than that, right? We have systemic issues. We have institutional issues, right? We have mental health. We have the adventures of being alive, being you. And it is not as simple as willpower alone. So rather than setting a resolution, I want to invite you to celebrate. Maybe that sounds very New Year's to you. But what do we usually celebrate in New Year's? We celebrate like the new year. So here we are in 2021. 2021's got a lot of hopes and projections on it, doesn't it? Like, come on, 2021, show us what you got. Be less of the dumpster fire that many of us experienced 2020 to be. (laughs) But like, what is 2021? We made up time, right? Like we made up a year. We made up days. We made up 24 hours. Like we made all of that up. So what are we celebrating? This like man-made time thing that we made up. And I want to invite you to celebrate you, to celebrate life itself as it is expressed in the microcosm of the world you live in. Like if we were to take a picture of this moment in your life, what could we find to celebrate? Celebration is an art that we can practice together. I'm not talking about needing to buy all the balloons and all the cake you don't actually like. I'm talking what is your language of celebration? What is your language of savoring, of tasting, of being present with this life? So that might be... Could you write 101 gratitudes? I'm not kidding, 101. But the first 10 to 20 might be like a little hard and then you get going and you get to 101 and you're like, I have so many that I haven't written down, you know? And I love with gratitude to not think about all the things that I should be grateful for, right? But instead to take a pause, to breathe, to notice your body and go, what do I feel grateful for? It might be the littlest things that pop up. And then you might have a moment, a deep swell, like an ocean wave rising of like this massive gratitude that surprises you. I do this practice every single night with my partner when we're lying in bed where we share three gratitudes for the day. It was my idea like years ago when we first started dating. I was like, oh, what if we did one gratitude to end the day? And then they got so stoked about it. And now we do three every single night. We take turns. And I find that when I slow down and I pause and I take a breath, sometimes it's things that were highlights of my day. And sometimes, especially the moments that are hard, moments where I'm like, this day so sucked. (laughs) This day, oh my God, I don't ever want to do any part of this day again. I don't want to notice this day and try and find something I'm grateful for. When I breathe into my body, sometimes the gratitude that comes up is like, oh my God, 
the air, the air that I breathe. How much have I not thought or noticed the air? Ah, wow, the air, what abundance, what love it is that there's just this air that I get to breathe, what privilege, what joy, what gratitude that because there's air, there's inhale, there's exhale, there's life force, there's all these things. There's even, I get to make all the mistakes that I made today. I get to hurt like I hurt today and I get to do it again tomorrow. I'm not thanking air from a list of privileges that I should feel guilty and grateful for. No, I'm letting it come up like a wellspring in my own body because gratitude is a feeling. And I want to invite you to notice if it feels successful, what does gratitude feel like in your body? I love noticing that feeling. For me, it feels so warm in my belly, all the way up through my chest. It feels golden and warm, like melty butter. It feels tingly. It feels like butterflies in a good way, up through my heart. And gratitude isn't about erasing the hard stuff. It's about letting it all exist. Can we have space for it to exist? Because my love, your worthiness is not for sale. Notice next time you watch an ad or an ad pops up, it could be anywhere. Maybe there aren't many ads in your life and that's great. Steer clear. What are they actually selling? They're not selling you the coffee drink. Are they selling happiness? Festive cheer. <laughs> we can't buy happiness. And here's the thing. No, this is not a binary. Money does help. Okay. <laughs> we live in a capitalistic society. Money is great. All about money. I love money, but this isn't a binary, right? This isn't an either or of, you know, you can't buy happiness, so you don't need money. But it's not a purchase or a way that you choose to shrink yourself, change yourself, hate yourself enough into being more perfect and more lovable. It doesn't work. You can't hate yourself into self love, my darling. You can't. So here's another thing. New Year's might not feel like a New Year's to you. And what do I mean by that? A new year, new you moment where things are changing and it's a fresh beginning, right? When are beginnings for you? Because beginnings can happen in so many times, not just when our culture says they're starting. Beginning could be January 1st for you. Beginning could be your birthday. Beginning could be... The fall when school starts, beginning could feel like spring in the air. There's a spring equinox at the end of March. Maybe that's when a new year really feels like it's in the air for you. I know for my ancestors, I'm uh, Celtic by origin, meaning I come from what we often call England, Ireland, Scotland. And for them, the cycle of a new year actually began at the end of the fall and the beginning of the winter when we went from harvesting in the fall and letting go with the release that comes as where I live, the leaves drop from the trees. And then they would go into winter and winter was actually the beginning, but you didn't start doing all the things and making all the fancy declarations and plans. You rested, you dreamed. And as you dreamed, you dreamed the new year into being. But they thought if you don't dream, if you don't rest, the new life doesn't come. If you look out at the ground in winter, what is it doing? If you live where I am, it's just like chilling. It's fallow ground. There is not like new life bursting forth. We don't look at the ground, you know, covered in snow and go, oh no, what a waste of time. 
you are being so unproductive. You are never going to be worthy or lovable. We're like, nah, it's just the seasons. The seasons doing their thing. And you too, my love, have seasons. And so if New Year's is resonating, amazing this time around. And if you're like, whoa, I feel tired and stretchy and murky and like I'm a butterfly in a chrysalis, more goo than not, welcome to winter. You are doing it so great. (laughs) And what if rather than new year, new you, it was new year, same wonderful you. Maybe you make a list of all the things you're celebrating about yourself that you don't want to change. That was a prompt in the Badass Academy (laughs) yesterday. What are we celebrating just as we are? And what if that was the revolution that you're enough just as you are? Like literally, what if there was nothing to change, nothing to do? You get to choose the new year. (laughs) You get to celebrate how you want. You get to love on yourself in ways that feel good. And my nudge to you is to invite someone to do this with you, to celebrate, to say thank you, practice gratitude, to accept and affirm yourselves. You're not alone. I love you. I see you. And if you want to join us in doing just these kinds of things, we are opening the doors to the Badass Academy in March. And I'm saying it now because y'all know you're going to miss it, right? Or not. I hope you're not going to miss it. But really, these things get on our calendars and we forget. It's going to be so amazing. This is our program for badass preteen and teen girls who are tired of faking it and who want to do it together. We're going to be talking about expression. We're talking about dating, crushes, relationships, family, communication, clothes, fashion, style, being your real self. We're going to be talking about leadership and activism and using your voice in the world and power. It's going to be a good three months. The doors open in March. And if you want to get on the waitlist, my beloveds, you can head to badassgirls.me forward slash waitlist. Yes, you can put a preteen or teen that you love on the waitlist or put yourself on as an adult to make sure you remember to send your beloved young folks our way when the doors open. It'll be open for a limited time and there are only a few seats there. So. I love you. Happy New Year, whatever that means. Whatever part of you is ready for a new year, whatever parts are so not here for it, I celebrate and see those two toxins. All right. Thanks for hanging with me today, love. If you want more, we got more. Head over to badassgirls.me to get some good free stuff like Spotify playlists to keep you feeling awesome, videos, more real talk, and to go on adventures with us in our and in real life in our programs. I've got the best team. They're amazing. I can't wait for you to meet them. Let's talk soon. You got this.